Brenna? Hi, Maureen. Long time no see. Are you good? Yes, yes. Okay. I'm great. We we just recorded the last episode. We took a 15-minute break, and then Maureen comes back looking like she ran a mile. Um, and she's like... <gasps> I've... I've had a very productive day. Yep. Where I've been, I, I had a job interview. You did. I went and talked to people about finding a new home to rent in a few months. Amazing. Um, right? Like, I've I've just been... Knocking it out of the I, park. I won a game of pounce. I won a game of pounce against my roommate. Okay. And I just had to relay all that to my girlfriend. So I'm just kind of oh. like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I'm still in well, hype mode. I just thought you, like, ran to go grab that cider you're drinking and, like, ran back. And I was like, man, okay, I just got scolded by my cat for, because I had to, I have to lock him out of the room so he doesn't bang on the closet Mm -hmm. door, which, like, I guess he could be in here, but he'll just be obnoxious. Yeah. Like, he wants to be with me, but, like, once he realizes I'm not paying attention to him, which he doesn't even like attention that much, he'll be like, oh, I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he wants your attention, but actually don't touch me. Yeah. Just look at me fondly. Very much a cat. 24-7. Um, you said right. you had us an introduction idea, so hit me. Well, uh, it's very much podcast related. So okay. would you would you like to talk tell me about the book you've read first? Because you said you were saving one. Oh, sure, yeah. I mean, this is a podcast. Yeah, yeah, tell me about that and then we'll, yeah. I... Oh. Yeah. Like I mentioned last time, I got an order from Lucky Pocket Press. This is another book from them. Um, it's called Dizzy Punk's Junk Drawer by Lizzie O'Donnell. Um, and it's like a short comic um, about relationship with holding on to things and letting things go and like having Aww. like a junk drawer and having like a lot of miscellaneous things and sentimental things. I love things. that. It's so beautiful. That's me. It, uh, me too. I have a whole t- bin. It's it's such a good we... comic. Um, if you're like a sentimental person who like has a lot of tchotchkes and knickknacks, like I do. Yeah. Um, and it just kind of talks. It's a good little conversation about hold choosing to hold on to things, but also choosing to let things go. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's very, nice. very good. Um, I couldn't. I was able, the last time I talked about Dear Basil, I was able to find, like, on um, Goodreads and um, on Storygraph, but I wasn't able to find Junk Drawer on either of those, so I might just link directly to Lucky Pocket Presses. They're a, like, a small printing press, so I'm not, like... Yeah. They're they're an indie store. I might, like, put it on there myself, but um, I will probably be linking directly to their website, but as I say every time, we're not not sponsoring, but, like, you should check out their store. We're not sponsored... We just really like, uh, I just really like printing. And we love indie creators. We love to read. I love printing. Love indie creators. Yeah. Yeah. What's so um, good? Okay. Lay it on me. All right. So. We're going to talk shop on the podcast. We're going to talk some shop on the podcast. I'm just going to give you a warning, Brenna. Hawk Frost is going to be here this episode. Are you saying I'm too loud when Hawk Frost shows up? Not loud. I'm just saying that maybe I'm going to hold up a finger. Okay. And you don't get to yell until after the finger comes down. Okay, I understand. So instead of yelling, 
So instead of like me saying something, then you yelling and me saying something and you yelling, I'm gonna say his whole monologue and then oh, you can yell. Oh God, he has a monologue. <laughs> I mean, you know, sometimes he says a, a couple things. And look, I'll get through that, and then you get to yell about the I hole. don't like it. I don't want to give up. I want to interrupt him. I can't do it in the book, so... I know. Okay, I understand. <laughs> I understand for the, the for, for the podcast. So we can get through more than one for, chapter. For it to make Maybe. sense, and for us to actually yeah. get through the chapter. Okay, fine. <laughs> I'll play by your rules, Maureen. I'll, I'll keep it together, I promise. Uh, oh, I do not have any faith in you for this. For <laughs> Whoa! The next, I, because okay. you're not gonna, you're not gonna believe what happens next. Oh my god! Are you kidding me? How can things get crazy? I'm sorry. Okay, we actually let's sorry, right, let's let's get to it. Things get crazier because I'm <sighs> Everheart. I'm a tangle tongue. And this is Warrior Cats. What is that? You're gonna get really angry. I thought this was gonna be a good. It's gonna be like my bedtime when we're done with this. I'm gonna be so amped up. You're gonna be too angry to sleep. I'm so sorry. Well, like, maybe the really angry thing you'll get over and maybe chill. I don't know where we're gonna end. I don't know how this is gonna end. So, you know. Take us there then. Alright. We're with our boy. Okay. Brambleclaw is hunting through the undergrowth. He comes upon the old ThunderClan camp. There's no two legs, no monsters. Their home is safe. Their whole journey had been a dream. Uh, can you His imagine? Heart fills with joy. At this point, if this is all a dream. Right? Oh, the whole half of this series has been a dream. We wake up and it's just Dawn Patrol. I like... Wouldn't put it past the errands because they've done some unhinged things, but I think that's a little too yeah, yeah much. His heart fills with joy at the thought of seeing all his clanmates, Graystripe safe in camp. Remember Graystripe? Ferncloud's kits, all of them still alive. Oh my God, this the is really like hitting dead. all the. Are we gonna see Fairytale yeah, next, is... and she's gonna be fine? She's just there. Oh, because they never went back to Riverclan because it was an awful place. Um, oh god, right. Right? Well, he bursts into camp and opens his mouth to yell out a greeting. But he stops dead. The clearing is empty, except for a single cat sitting in the middle. Uh, who is that? It's Tiger Star. Oh, oof. Oh, I'm actually relieved. Okay. I got so scared. I was so scared it was gonna be Spotted Leaf. I, like, we don't... She's she's in, like, everyone... I was like, how many more dreams is she gonna show? I'm, like, actually so happy it's him. Who else? No, I, like, oh, honestly thought it was gonna be her. Because she's the only one who's been in anyone's dreams. So I was like, oh, great. She's on the, she's in the boy's dream now, too. We're never gonna escape her. But him... This is interesting. This is interesting. Hold on. I know that we're trying to get through okay. this, but 
Yeah. No, 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 no. This is fine. This is, like, I, it's, it's but just, like, you know. Yeah. It's interesting because dreams and visits from Star Clan are so together. It's sometimes hard to tell what's a dream and what's a visit yeah. from Star Clan. But from yeah. all intents and purposes, of all the evidence I've had so far, we we don't know where Tiger Star went. We're, we don't know. Where we haven't went. seen him in Star Clan. That doesn't mean he's not there, but he's not in our Star Clan. We haven't established if there's a Star Hell, <laughs> um, or if there's like some clan for the evil guys where they're just up there, but they're evil in their little evil corner. Um, <laughs> this is the evil corner. Yeah, you know. I mean, it's like a I, timeout corner. That's why I'm kind of like. I mean, we've seen a different clan's star or the tribes kind of their star clan, their ancestors were in a plane yeah. similar to ours our star clan so how are we to say there isn't another plan where plane where we just put the, the kind of jerks the ones who kind of broke yeah, the border where do we code put the jerks and also we've where had we people put the dead we've had jerks. people like very clearly break the warrior code still get into star clan though i do think yeah. tiger star has broken it far enough that he doesn't get to go to star clan so i'm just i'm just curious right now if this is a dream or is this a visit from our ancestor? Because let's see what he says. Or if he says anything. All right. So first we have to have the realization that everything was real. Gray Stripes capture. Fern Cloud's oh. kits. The harrowing oh, okay. journey. This we was the dream. And it had turned into a nightmare. It's so weird when you're having so we're a dream a and you realize it's a dream and you can't wake up. I've had that before. Yeah. I had a dream where yeah, I was um, I was being hunted in a in a a, uh, a forest that was full of snow, and I came up to a cabin, uh -huh. and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm in a dream!" And there was like a huge snowbank that lit, that went all the way up to like a um, street light, and I was like, "I have to get the light! Mm -hmm. I have to get the light on! That's how I wake up!" Like it was very logical for a dream. Um, cause yeah. I like, okay. I, I, Did you get the weird. light on? Um, I got all the way up to it, and it was on, and then I woke up. Oh, all right. But it, like, turned on at some point between me climbing the snowbank. It, like, it was, I didn't turn it on. It was just on all of a sudden. Yeah, but you got there and had the realization. Yeah. Well, no, I, like, and realized was I was sun? dreaming before I started climbing the snowbank. No, so you was... know, yeah, but you were just the cognization to, oh, the lights yeah. here. I don't, like, up. try to lucid dream, and I don't really mess around with that, because uh, I, I know I would, like, be one of those people who gets, like, I've had, um... Night terrors. Sleep. Well, I've had sleep paralysis before, and I know I would. Well, yeah, sleep paralysis. Yeah. I've heard people who try to lose a dream can very easily fall into sleep paralysis, and it, it's super not fun. Yeah. So I don't want to do that. I wouldn't imagine. I, I actually thought yeah, it was. No. I actually thought it was a ghost the first time. I was a Victorian child. Um, I was like, "There's no explaining." Oh. It felt so scary. I felt like someone was sitting on my chest. Yeah. It, it feels exactly like yeah, that. Yeah. I, the re it, yeah. it's cr crazy how much it, it that like, um, like. People say, oh, it feels like someone's pressing on your chest. It really does. Um, and then I was like, I, like, told someone, they're like, that's sleep paralysis. I'm like, oh, well, that's awful. <laughs> I'm glad <laughs> that again. I told. Thank you. I'm glad it wasn't actually a ghost, I think. Anyway. <laughs> so he realized it's a dream because he saw his evil dad and was like, uh-oh. This is a nightmare. He, he isn't. He isn't here. <laughs> 
Well, well, he's like, oh, I thought reality was the dream, but this is the dream. This is a nightmare. At least he realized, because, like, my terrifying what a thoughts. crazy thing if his dad had faked his, like, super death. Yeah, no, no, he super died. I think we saw yeah. him die literally nine times. Yeah, we did. Yeah, so, like, in a row. So, yeah, no, there's no faking that. There's no coming back from that. So Tiger Star beckons him with his tail, and he welcomes Brambleclaw. He's been waiting for many moons to speak with him. Okay, okay, this has to be real. I mean, like, we have to be in, like, some weird plane right now. Brambleclaw stops a few tail lengths away. He doesn't know what to say, but he could be staring at his reflection. He shared the breadth of Tiger Star's shoulders. The shape of his head, the exact shade of his amber eyes. Tigerstar says he's seen Brambleclaw's courage and strength. He's proud to call him kin. What about your daughter? I mean, whatever. Right? Brambleclaw stammers out of, thank you. <laughs> did did StarClan <gasps> send him? Who, who did he I ask? saw you murder people. Who did he, he say? He asked, who sent him? He asked, did StarClan send him? To be fair, I don't think Brambleclaw has had a lot of, like, interactions with StarClan, so maybe they don't, like, Just tell- the one. They don't say, they don't say, like, if you, if you break warrior code, you don't get with StarClan. Like, they don't hold that over to you. It's not like, it's not like my understanding of Christianity, I'm using Christianity because it's my basis- Catholic. Yeah, like it's not like raised. you if you don't commit if you commit a sin on earth and you don't like um get forgiveness for it, you're going to you're going to hell. Like from what we've seen, we're some pretty awful people that we've literally seen in Starkland still. Um yeah, or people who have just like really broken the code even though very, I don't think like morally that makes them bad people. But they definitely broke the rules, like some of them did. Yeah, they broke those reasons. tenets. Yeah. So, honestly, I don't think that's, like, a a wrong assumption for him to be like, did Starkland yeah. send you? Like, are yeah, you, like- Yeah, Yellowfang had an illegal son and then killed that illegal son. Like- Look at Blue Star. Bl- Blue Star well, had- Well, yeah, that- She, she t- uh, declared- Blue Star started a war with- Yeah, against <laughs> them! And they still let her in! Like, they were like, they oh, my God, just my God. Like, there's some serious rule-breaking and- <laughs> Um, so honestly, I don't, I don't judge him for being like, did StarClan sent you? I do judge him for his, hello, dad. Like, it's kind of like very laissez-faire, like very casual. Like, I don't think I, if I saw my father who had caused me so much like turmoil, I don't know if my first words would be like, hi there. Like, <laughs> Just thanks. Yeah. Thank you. Th- thanks. Thanks, ma- murder I- dad. Thanks, murder father. <laughs> I guess, to be fair, I it's also pretty shocking this is even happening. Okay, what? But yeah, appar- but apparently from his reaction, Tiger, Tiger Star was not sent by Star Clan. Well, Tiger Star spat that he did not hunt with Star Clan. Oh, you just do it by yourself. There is more sky. There is more sky than Silverpelt, and there are hunting grounds not even Star Clan knows about. That's terrifying. (laughs) 
I, this is scary. <laughs> this is scary. What? Are we gonna learn to astral project into a uh, space hell? Like, what do you mean there's different skies besides silver pelt? That's the sky. Where else are we going? Well, they don't, like, know exactly what the sky is, to be no, fair. No, but that's so. what I'm saying. That's, but yeah, like, yeah. I'm like, what are we talking about? Do they, do they put you on Pluto? Is that where, <laughs> like, you know, an, a, a place that isn't even technically a planet? Do they put you on the planet that has, like, squishy, like, doesn't even have land, you know? I don't know which one it is, but there's one of those planets where... What's, which one's the gaseous one? Like, that's pretty much all gas. Jupiter? You know what? I don't know why I asked that as if I would know. Um, but do they put you on Jupiter? Like... Tiger Star looks past Brambleclaw and welcomes someone. Oh. He's looked forward to meeting him. Okay. Brambleclaw spins around... He's gonna be his brother! ...to see Hawk Frost enter the camp. Okay! Hey, why weren't the girls invited? This is sexist. Right. It is. Like, okay, here's the thing. It kind of makes sense that Mothwing isn't there because she's already chosen a path that is against this. But also it kind of doesn't make sense she isn't mm -hmm. there because she's also supposed to have like a close connection to this sort of stuff. But also, if she has, like, such a close connection mm, to StarClan, maybe she couldn't be reached, you know? But we actually don't know mm -hmm. if she has a very close connection to StarClan. Oh, and, but, but that doesn't, that doesn't justify leaving out uh, the best, honestly, she probably got left out because, um... <laughs> she's too smart. She's too good. Like, honestly, she's just too good for it. Yeah. She's better than this. Yeah. He, like, knew if he even tried to, uh, like, offer whatever the heck he's about to offer to these idiots, like, she would punch him. She'd ghost fight him. I will give you, uh, something to look forward to. Tawny Pelt will tell you exactly how she feels about this. Good. We're good to hear from Tawny Pelt. Um, I had a thought. Yeah. Right before, I know we're about to get into it. Okay. So I need to get Please. This. No, you're good. Um. Shoot. What was it? Crap. And then he looked over. What happened next? He looks past Brambleclaw and it's Hawkfrost. He looked forward to meeting him. He'd never, he's never True. met Hawkfrost. I don't, I don't remember what um, I was going to say. Sasha. I don't remember what I was going to say. Yeah. Sasha decided that she wanted nothing to do with him by the time she had their kids. But then also was like weirdly defensive so, of him. So I'm confused about their whole thing. Yeah. She's. No, she still loves him, but, like, also recognizes that he's not a gr but also recognizes that he's, like, no good for their children. Yeah, so, like, why choose him? Like, why even speak positively of him? Really kind of... Uh, I mean, Goldenflower, Goldenflower was the same way, where she was like, your father was a wonderful, was a great warrior, you know? I just hate how he emotionally... Which, I guess... Honestly, he emotionally manipulates them, and I don't like it. Oh, yeah, no, I hate it. Um, I'm not looking forward to whatever's about to happen. Let's let's do it. Hawkfrost sits next to Brambleclaw, and the moon casts identical shadows. A half-blind kit could realize these three cats were kin. Brambleclaw feels like maybe he should feel more than bewilderment and curiosity. No, I mean... They came from three different clans. And, but Tiger 
Superstar had murdered so many cats. He betrayed his clanmates. I feel like we're in like some Yet weird- Yet Brambleclaw? Like, I feel like we're in a weird liminal space that's beyond the reach of Star Clan right now. Yeah? Which makes me kind of concerned for Hawkfrost. If he isn't loyal to the Star Clan and he's loyal to the Code, what gods are he, is he trying to please? Yet Brambleclaw can't shake the feeling that he's waited a long time for this moment. For all their differences, the same blood ran through their veins. You know what this is reminding me of? What? Um, <laughs> it, we're kind of past this. Um, no, it, go. It reminds me a bit of um, uh, The Prince of Egypt. DreamWorks movie based on the biblical yeah. tale. Uh, like, literally, part of that movie is um, two. I haven't seen it in such a long time. I want to rewatch well, it. Well, it's two brothers facing mm-hmm. off who have one who has his god and the other who has his other gods. Like the Egyptian gods versus the Christian god. And I'm kind of like, is this about to get. And this is Star Clan versus Tiger Star. Is it just Tiger Star though? Because I don't think Ooh, he's that special. He got his own interesting. his own plane of poopiness. You know, I don't think they just like ah. And I'm just like I'm. You gotta think Dark Stripes at least there with him, right? At least, yeah, at least. And I, I mean, I know we haven't met like <laughs> a lot of crappy people, but like we've met some not not like winners in the past who yeah probably. Could be up here too. I'm just wondering, like, do they go to Star Clan and Star? Who, do you do you have any? Oh, I. Oh, I, did do you think Star Clan cast him out? That's what I was gonna ask. I was like, does Star Clan like be like, nope, boop, and they pull a lever and they just kind of like, we don't know where they go, and it's like, uh, you should maybe care where they go, because. But that do you have any cats very... that you think might also be there? I don't remember. Might also go to where Tiger Star was. I don't remember enough of the bad guys from Blue Star's prophecy. That's fair. To tell you, I know there wasn't. There were some not winners. Um, Yeah, I would just say like anyone who's kind of on Tiger Star's level of crappiness. But we've we've like seen some not great people still in Star Clan. So yeah, (laughs) you can't just be a jerk. You have to like really, really. Messy. You gotta really be like heinous. And like honestly, I think Star Clan Star Clan isn't like honestly, maybe Star Clan works with some sort of level of forgiveness for sins, cause sins or like breaking the rules. Cause like yeah, Yellow yeah. Fang did kill her own son, but he was And it was an illegal son. Right. She first had an illegal just son. Two wrongs right? Yeah, right. Medicine cats. Or does the fact that he was so terrible oh she was getting rid of that or like I know it wasn't a mercy kill yeah Yeah, where's he at we haven't seen him in heaven oh right he was also pretty bad wasn't he he was not a great guy yeah he killed children where'd all the rogues go Oh, I think that's something completely separate. Cause I don't think they're bad. No, no, I know they're not here, but I'm just like, if we're gonna. But yeah, 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 right, yeah, let's, yeah. Let's see what. All right. Oh, oh. 
I think it was his feeling of anticipation. I think that's what I was going to comment on. I was going to be like, honestly, if he was feeling anything other than, like, bewildered, I would be concerned. I know he's, like, a little excited, but to be fair, this is pretty special. And I'd be excited to punch Tiger Star in the face. Yeah, but, like, Brambleclaw's... I'd like, I'd like that opportunity. Brambleclaw has some conflicting feelings, so... He's a little lost right now. Honestly, he has... I don't think he's really had a chance to ever really talk to his dad. I don't like that he gets to talk to him right now when he's so vulnerable. Um, Oh, yeah, that is rough, ain't it? Yeah. That's correct. They kind of had that one moment where, like, Darkstripe took him and Tawny Pelt to, like, see him. And Firestar was like, hey, Absolutely don't do that. And, um... That, you know, they had a polite conversation and, you know, Tiger Star said, I'm proud of you guys and, you know, be the best warriors for your clan you can be. And then Firestar took him away and was like, hey, this is everything your dad's done. <laughs> kind of sucks. Yeah, and that was like So. A... That was kind of golden flowers. And then like, we had. You could have told him earlier. Yep. Well, and then, and then also, what did Tiger, after that, Tiger Star did the dog thing where he literally tried to kill all of them with dogs. Yep. So, um, and then the blood clan thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. he wasn't, he wasn't winning any dad of the year points. No, I'm just saying that that's what Brambleclaw saw of him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Hawkfrost asks if he's Tigerstar. Is he his father? Oh yeah, he's never met him. And Tigerstar confirms. Yeah, Hawkfrost has never met Tigerstar. Yeah. And at one point he was like, at least our father got to know, like, knew you. Knew you existed. I guess. And Brambleclaw was like, I actually didn't really like him and um, would rather, like, not. And Hawkfrost was like, well, at least, at least he knew you were here. So Tigerstar's like, yeah, I'm your dad. He's like, I um, he makes some small talk. am aware of you. What small talk? What's the small talk? Uh, the about nice. their new territories. About oh, they have okay, moved. They moved. okay, okay, okay. So I was just gonna like, what moving. the what kind of small talk are we having? Well, he promises his sons that soon the lake will seem like home. They just need to establish their boundaries and defend them with tooth and claw. This territory is, is what binds a clan together. Why is he? Did he like? Un, un, unhinged? Like, did he get better? Like, I, what? This seemed, like, the things he just said were like, I know, I guess it's like, it's not really his style to, like, actually go 120% right away. He is, he does like to kind of, he is sneaky. Never mind. This is very yeah, Tiger Star. But he still empathized, he still emphasized the tooth and claw, you know, defend right. the tooth. He still is emph- emphasizing violence. Yeah, but yeah, it's not like we have like a lot. But of... he is smarmy. He he he's he's swarthy. So. He's smarmy, swarthy. He's a he's a, a fighter to the end and past the end apparently. Yeah. yeah, apparently. Hawkfrost says yes, and his eyes gleam. He tells Tigerstar that they set their scent markers already. This guy killed. And he this and Blackclaw kiss- drove out a badger yesterday. Hawkfrost. They, gr- hey, they drove out a badger. Hey, Hawkfrost. Hawkfrost. Hey, Hawkfrost. 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 He killed kids. 
so I'm just letting oh, you remember. Good, good, hey. Tiger Star says. Hawkfrost doesn't know. I mean, he probably knows, but he wasn't there. He wasn't there to experience it. I don't need to be and I think there during war crimes to not like the guy who did it. I'm just saying that my... Like, I can understand how Hawkfrost would be tricked. Oh, no. It, I'm no. very disappointed in Brambleclaw. I, I fully... Brambleclaw was there. I'm just gonna, Brambleclaw saw all these heinous things that he did. Hawkfrost? Hawkfrost? Brambleclaw was a witness. No, no, no. I'm, I'm just... I'm, I was saying that for comedic effect. No, I know. I know. Um, no, I, no, I know. I'm super aware that Hawkfrost is about... He's about to fall for this hook, line sinker. You know? He's... he's yeah. He's, he's not even... He didn't even... There wasn't even a worm on the hook. He just saw it and, and swallowed it. No. It is past... It was like, this is what I like. This is what I... This is what I like uh, to eat is Yeah. Hooks. And... I eat hooks for breakfast. I'm... Brambleclaw... I, I know he's about to disappoint me, because... Wow, it, that yeah. was half of a worm on there. It was already half eaten by a different fish. And you still took the bait? Like, you, you know what a hook is. Like, you know... You know that worms on a hook. You know what a hook is. And you know that leads to... Like, worms are good, but you know what a rivers. hook is. Oh. Man, are we about... To, is this the prophecy? I thought the girls were gonna fight. I know I said I didn't want that, but I love it. You wanted the girls... Love a good girl But you can also kind of... Now you kind of yeah. do. <laughs> I mean, I would be more entertained, I think, than by this. Because this I saw yeah. coming a mile away. I didn't really see... Yeah. I didn't really see ghost... Evil ghost... I didn't see a Vader. Evil ghost ass? This is a Vader. This is a Darth yeah. Vader moment. Yeah. Um, but Darth Vader actually Here is like, Vader. hey... You're actually my kids. He doesn't just kidnap them. He just comes to them in their dreams. Yeah. I guess. Well, Tigerstar's ears prick as if someone was calling him. He tells his sons that he must go, but he knows they'll meet again in the path of dreams. A cloud plunges the clearing into darkness, and when it clears, Tigerstar is gone. Hawkfrost says he needs to go too. He touches noses with Brambleclaw and starts to leave. No, wait, don't go, Brambleclaw called. I have to go. I'm on the Dawn Patrol. What is he talking about? Cloudtail is sitting above him, grooming his pelt. <laughs> yes, Brambleclaw, if there's something wrong. Cloudtail's like, oh, God, kid, you're so clingy. I know you have a crush on me, but come on, dude. I love how Cloudtail just... <laughs> He's like... I imagine like, Cloudtail... Do I need to tell Brackenfur that I can't go? Uh, <laughs> do I need to tell him that I can't go on the patrol? Cloudtail's like that guy who's convinced everyone's a little bit in love with him. <laughs> so he's like, oh, I knew it, kid. He's like, that's not... Okay, but um, here's the thing. I know we're, okay. we're disappointed in um, Brambleclaw. Maybe we won't be. Well... I know we're not, like, happy with him even, but... The fact that he's even humoring this. But here's the thing. Tiger Star is a manipulator. He manipulated Blue mm -hmm. Star. Blue Star... That's fair. ...was manipulated when she... Her mental faculty... Okay, here's the thing. It's actually pretty similar to Blue Star's story, because Brambleclaw was... I know I've been critical of it. 
let's imagine this is a better written book for a minute. Um, okay, 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 I'm here for this. Let's look at this perspective of Brambleclaw was just traumatized. He lost one of his closest friends that he made and then lost, who who left. Mm-hmm. He, one, one of, one of his pe- friends died on a journey he feels responsible for, that he felt he was the leader of. So yeah, he died. Yeah. And then yeah. he sees yeah. someone he admires greatly as a warrior and as a friend choose to leave clan life. Don't forget in between those things that we lost our home that we've known our whole life. So he's... For countless generations. Like, and, and everyone's going, like, everyone's not doing great right now. He, but he's pretty, yeah, he had yeah. a pretty traumatic time. Um, he feels, and he feels responsible he feels, for all of and it. And he feels responsible, and he's not feeling appreciated for everything he went through. Yeah. He's, he's, of course, he's lacking yes. some empathy for the everything else, everyone else is going, like, obviously, like, Squirrel Flight has figured it yeah, out. Yeah, I, I don't, but, but, but. Yeah, like, and I mean, but, but if, yeah, yeah. If we're looking entirely through that lens, it is so perfect that fight that Tiger Star waited until he's pretty much until at this his moment. most vulnerable. He is starting to question yeah. his position in the clan. He's starting to question his loyalty to mm-hmm. Firestar, something he thought he had proved, and is suddenly feeling like yeah. he isn't good enough all of a sudden. And yeah. he's kind of like uh, his girlfriend doesn't like him right now. Like him. And honestly, he got a taste of power of being a leader on that trip, and now. It's the it's the it's the Narnia thing. He was a king, and now he has to go back to being a kid. And he yeah. So honestly, I'm actually not I'm not too surprised for him falling for this because you're not surprised because Tiger Star chose the perfect moment. If he had come to him before the journey. I, I think he would yeah. honestly be like, oh, I'm loyal to my clan. Have shut that down. I'm loyal to my clan. Yeah. I'm loyal to my leader. Now he has reasons to be like, well, my leader doesn't appreciate me after everything I did. Like, I'm not. Yeah, my clan doesn't appreciate me I after I get, saved their lives. Like, if I can get power through whatever the heck Tiger Star is planning, I can see where he, I mean, I'm hoping. I mean, even just saying he's proud of him. Yeah. He's proud of him. He's done such great things. I mean, I know that for a fact that uh, it's, I don't know, what the heck? This is weird. It's weird that Tiger Star, I guess like, we're, I'm so used to it being spotted leaf meddling with the live kids. I wasn't expecting <laughs> Tiger Star to show up like the, like the freaking um, Phantom of the Opera, all cloak and dagger and be like, I'm here to make trouble from beyond the grave. Like, Bro, you're dead. Like, it's it's kind of funny. This series, ha- after the first series, they're like, guys, what if ghosts were a major problem? <laughs> I know we didn't really, we kind of introduced them in the first series, but now they're going to be a real big thing. I'm crying. Like, they just kind of were like, what if we had a ghost you were in love with? Uh-oh. What if we had an evil dad ghost who's not quite done being evil? <laughs> what if ghosts come and beat you up? I don't know. What are you gonna do? What if a ghost pushes you from dying in a river, you know? What if they push you into the river? I, I just, I really, 
take us back like two years ago when we first started this podcast. I don't think I could have I could have guessed ghosts. Cat ghosts would be a no? major reoccurring theme. I do like it. I'm very excited to explore Star Clan and beyond. Well, that's good. I'm glad you like it. Like, I'm very excited about this. Um, Yeah. I kind of wish we had better ghosts. I don't like the ghosts we're getting. (laughs) Yeah, you'd like some better ghosts. I am worried about... maybe you will. I'm worried about uh, ghosts of the future. Just from what I've seen from the ghosts of the present. (laughs) Well, I just want to I just want to address when you were saying like Blue Star. I just want to say I think the difference between them is that Blue Star never saw Tiger Star. Oh yeah, yeah, kill yeah. Tail. No, that's... she didn't see him. You know, like, but like I think Brambleclaw has witnessed this personally. And, but she just was. To, this is like that's the difference in my head. And the thing is, but she was yeah ma- master manipulator. And people and people did tell her. Oh, I mean, yeah, Firestar told her, but also. Why would she? Exactly. Why would she no, think she that? Had every reason and if not Firestar to told him. Brambleclaw, Brambleclaw's like, "Oh yeah, I saw him do that." No, <laughs> sucks. I, it's but yeah, I, I just wanted to address no, that because I, it's, it's I like, feel about this. Topic. It's comparable, but it's not comparable. Like it's obviously two very different situations. Yeah, I'm just so deeply disappointed in Brambleclaw. Sometimes I just need you to know that. Oh, I'm disappointed <laughs> in him too. Uh, I would be, I'd be a fire star. We're going to get more disappointed than him. Okay. All right. So, um, Brambleclaw shakes his head, you know, Cloudtail, no, you're good, Cloudtail. <laughs> He's fine. Well, he lays down and closes his eyes tightly against the grief. Oh. He's back in the hollow. Tigerstar, Hawkfrost, and the old ThunderClan camp are gone. And pretty messed up that he was like, let me show you your heart's desire. Let me show, let me appear to you in the one thing right you missed home the most. as you wanted it. Ugh. Yeah. It's, I have to, see, this is what I missed. Ugh, I missed, I missed the, yeah. I missed the flamboyance, <laughs> the style. Ugh. He's evil you in Tiger such, Star's like, a flare. satisfying way. Ugh, he does it with such, like, yeah. He does it with such, like, poetry. Then you have Hawkfrost, who's like, ah, yeah. ah, I'm evil now. It's like, shut up. Come, come, come You're back not even when good at it feels like a betrayal. Come back when I have hope. <laughs> come back when people are saying what a great warrior you are. I know they've been saying that, but I've also thought you were annoying. But, like, yeah, but... Like, some people have said that, but we've also seen it from, like, Leafpaw's perspective. I guess it's, and, it's a difference like, between fighting foot. a bad guy who's the same age as you versus fighting a bad guy when you're a spunky, ne'er-do-well kid, you know? It's it's a different yeah. kind of bad guy. I miss when we were um, some spunky kids fighting against a big bad, but is he really a big bad? Yes, yes, he is, but, you know. Right? Yeah, he did end up being. He was. Well, would you like to hit me with the cat fact uh, while we nap here? I do. Good evening, folks. So happy you're all here at the premiere of the final, for now, cat facts. Cats who act final of the revival but could always return movie series. Oh, Maureen, why are goodbyes so hard? I just I can't couldn't agree stand to more. see those tails leave. Well, I hate you. 
at least we can sweeten up the sadness with an extra spectra oh, with an extra special and an yeah. ultra fitting star it's not just one no it is two cats from the 1989 original and the 2019 remake it's church from pet cemetery oh i've never actually seen okay. either of those well, don't worry um I'm gonna give like Tell a me about it. I wanna know rather spoiler free um summation for everyone. Alright Um Pet All Cemetery, right. um good news. Uh both these films from nineteen eighty nine and two thousand nineteen. Um they're not entirely the same, but they pretty much have identical plots. Okay. Um they're both horror films. They're based on a horror book by um Stephen King. And uh, I, I, yep, I, can't, I knew that. I can't say go watch them right now unless you're old enough. Um, but uh, here's the non-spoilery summary. Um, family moves to Maine because it's a Stephen King story. Of course, they're going to Maine. It's a Stephen King, so we're in Maine. Um, a cat gets hit by a car. Um, aw. It's an oh. accident, but, you know. Uh, thankfully, oh, the family lives right next to a pet cemetery. Um, which is misspelled, uh, since it was based on Stephen King's own struggle with having to tell his own daughter about their cat's death, and he found a pet cemetery where it was spelled, uh, with an S instead of a C. Interesting. Um, I always kind of wondered. That's, that's why, from what I found, it, it, there might be more, but oh. that's from what I found. Um, uh, there's some, <laughs> there's some pretty racist Native American magical burial ground is haunted, situation uh, in both great. movies i was so yeah. surprised um oh you think they'd fix that in 2019 here's what they did in like the uh. original version they're like this was where they buried native people and don't bury your animal there um which happened in the 1989 version not great in the 2019 version they're like there's a, a wendigo that lives there which is still a native american like yeah american, i i would say like mythological being i don't want to call it a cryptid because it's not like a haha funny thing it's like an actual part of their folklore um i don't think cryptids are haha funny but yeah yeah but i don't think that i don't think saying cryptid inherently makes it right but some people treat yeah. cryptids like oh uh, yeah i guess it's not on the same level of a mothman it's not a funny little alien guy yes it's something that was actually from someone's folklore and tied to their actual I had a real fear of the chupacabra in my childhood. Yeah. So, so anyway. So they, they still did that. Anyway, there's a pet cemetery, but behind Great. the pet Thanks. cemetery is haunted by something that's actually mm -hmm. kind of racist. Um, um, and uh, even though the neighbors said, hey, don't bury something there. How about we just bury the cat there? Uh oh, the cats come. Well, actually, wait, no, that's it, actually good news. The cat came back. Uh, pretty much good as new. The cat came back. They're just the very like, next day. The cat's the cat smelling came and back. covered in dirt. They thought and, he was a guard. Maybe it's evil now. Oh, oh, well, oh. Th that's okay. Um, now it's cats smell sometimes. But, Mine but smells suddenly sometimes. it's not okay because one of your kids dies. Uh, maybe it's the son in the 1989 oh. version and maybe it's the daughter in the 2019 version who knows a kid dies oh. um, but hey you know we found that haunted burial girls around. can be murderers too what, is, what, what should we do uh and hey i mean you can imagine it probably goes well not 
Um, <sighs> so that's the basic summary. Um, there's a haunted pet cemetery, okay. but it's actually the place behind the pet cemetery. Don't bury your animals or don't bury your kids there. They're, they're like literally told, don't do this, and they do it, and it doesn't turn out good. Did they bu- Wait, they buried their kid there? What do you think they did after the kid died? Why would you put them in a pet cemetery? Don't it's you behind the pet, pet cemetery. cemetery? It's behind it. Oh. The, the pet cemetery. In the woods? There's like a patch of dirt that's either like a, a Native American burial ground or like a haunted piece of land. So they didn't give their child a proper funeral because they thought their other child killed them, so they just buried them? No, they literally steal their kids. I guess I gotta they watch the movie. They literally steal I gotta their watch kids the from the burial places and go bury them to bring them back to life. And they turn evil, Maury. Oh, they turn okay, evil. I'm trying sense. not to spoil. Okay, that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> they, sorry, sorry, sorry. Necromancy. I should go watch good. it. Okay. Anyways, I love plot. necromancy. It's a horror movie. There is, um, uh, let's talk about, uh, <laughs> you've gotten so confused. Um, so good news. I'm In both sorry. movies, from what I found, all the cats were treated super well. In the 1989 version, um, there were eight to nine cats um, and in two, uh, used on set. And in 2019, they had four to five cats on set. Um, since cat temperament and ability vary for like what scenes they might do. Um, the 1989 version had mm-hmm. a detailed write-up of all the precautions on set taken and observed by the American Humane Society. Um, like I've said before, okay. the stamp saying, like, uh, no animals are harmed um, is, like, not a like a guarantee but this time it seems they actually did their due diligence and they were very thorough um in one scene in the original uh they needed a cat to be kind of like limp like they needed a dead cat you know because the cat does die <laughs> um they did this by using a sedative similar one that you might give your cat uh when traveling or to prevent stress i know you have experienced uh, yeah i've done that yeah you've experienced with that um, yeah and it was done by a vet on set and was supervised by an actual human uh of the animal humane agent like who was actually there to observe the vet do it yeah um and in both movies um there was scenes with accidental deaths of the cat and it's it's thankfully never shown on screen. So if you are worried about seeing an animal die, um, it's implied you don't actually see the animal die. Um, okay. And it is an accident. That's nice. Times it's the the cat does not die on purpose. When the cat is a zombie, yeah. there is some violence. And you mean you mean in the movie, not the actor, obviously. No, no actual animals. I just want to make that clear. I'm just telling you about yeah. the movie. No actual animal. Yeah, because uh, yeah, there yeah, I'm talking yeah. about Sorry. two movies right now. Um, yes, and in yes, both yes, movies. Yes, yes. Um, there is scenes involving violence towards the zombie cat, um, but both were achieved with practical and digital and, most importantly, not harmful methods. Um, okay. And uh, the differences in the movies uh, and the cats, there were two, two different breeds used. Um, so in 1989, um, the cat is an English blue short hair, so blue star, basically. Um Oh, blue star. And they play the role of Church. Church is actually named, uh, the full name of the cat is Winston Churchill, um, and they'd call him Church. Oh. Um, it's usually played by a girl cat, but it, I believe it's a boy cat. Um, and they chose the English uh, blue short hair because the director, who was a female director, thought they kind of looked like plushies. You know, they have those big cheeks, and she was like, it's kind of yeah, like, like a doll coming to life, you know, because it is kind of it's supposed to be like scary kind of unnerving she's like yeah seeing something that's actually so cute suddenly be 
kind of un- unnerving because um, they did like, pra- like yeah. special effects to make the eyes glow um, with like after effects in um, post-production. Um, so she was going for the creepy cute vibe. Um, all of the cats were trained using clickers for cues and treats for positive reinforcements. Um, and we have a bit more detail about the 2019 version um, because no spoilers, but that cat does get more screen time. Um, because the afterlife Ooh. of the cat goes a bit differently than in the uh, the 1989 version. <gasps> the cat's fate is different in the two movies. I do. So, um... Oh, that's good. I love more more cat time means a better yeah, movie, Yeah, and we obviously. actually got quite a bit of coverage about the behind the scenes. So, in the 2019 version, um, there were supposed to be five cats to play the role of church. Um, but one cat got too scared... Uh, on set when it was first brought oh. in so they decided to just go with the four i kind of <laughs> so okay. you know they were like okay this cat's way too nervous about being on set we will you know let, let's just have it before um and they were all main coons i believave oh. they chose main coons because if you, <laughs> if you look up the cover art of pet cemetery it's kind of like this long like whiskery scary cat it looks like a main coon um I, yeah, I kind of imagine Tiger Star. It, it really like, kind of, and I don't think it's a joke of, like, Maine is where he sets all of his stuff. I think it's literally just a Maine coon looks like I mean, but that is a good I, joke. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, the four cats who ended up starring in the movie um, was Leo, Tonic, Jaeger, and JD. Um, oh. Yeah, Leo and Tonic were the two main cats used. Um, they apparently... Uh, were just a bunch of divas, just a bunch of divas on set. That was quoted. Oh. Um, they also <laughs> used clickers and treats, like in the 1989 version. Um, and uh, the, since the mm-hmm. cats kind of look undead, um, in the 1989 version, they don't really change the appearance of the cat besides like at, adding like a glow to the eyes. Um, but in the yeah. new version, they really kind of make this cat look like it crawled out of the ground. And I thought it was interesting the different ways they made yeah. they had that happen. Um, they did it with egg. Oh my god, are there videos? Yes, there's a whole uh, behind the scenes. <gasps> I didn't watch it, but okay, I really want to see this. They use okay, um, egg whites to mat the fur down. Um, okay. And non-toxic food dye for like blood. And there was actually a tweet that went viral of one of the cat handlers who was like, "Yep, gotta go up, get up and go to my job." A.K.I.A. Go put Vaseline and coffee grounds on a cat to make it look like it climbed out of the ground. So, I know coffee grounds isn't, like, good for cats, but pretty much they use non-toxic things. And they were very careful that the animals weren't licking those things. I I did notice, like, the egg whites and the... Oh, I'm just saying, like, I know, like, my cat isn't going to eat something that's not, like, meat or dairy. Yeah, like, and she's I think not the even coffee grounds probably would smell second. that. But, you know, a cat, if something's on its fur, it's going to want to clean itself. Um, I get they were, yeah, they, yeah, But they, yeah, uh, when everything I researched, they were very careful. But no, I'm sure. You know? And yeah. they weren't keeping yeah. these on the no, cats sure. for a very long time. You know, and they cleaned them well. Mm-hmm. Um, all of the cats were adopted after the filming. Um, oh, that's so great. Sadly... Leo passed away not long after the movie was wrapped. Um, his cause of death Aww. was not disclosed, but it was unexpected. Um, and Aww, I don't believe sometimes. from what I, uh, the person who adopted it, him worked on the set. So I don't, I don't believe there was any foul play. Yeah. 
cats unfortunately pass away. I no. uh, they were, I don't know how old they yeah. were. Maybe he was older, but you know, um, it is sad. But yeah, he I mean, is now immortalized on screen. And from what I saw, he was very well, yeah. very much well loved. Um, all of the cats. That's good. Um, they the directors really just talked about the cats a lot, and um, you might have heard of these cats because they did go viral from. Because this cat looks scary. Like, they look terrifying. And then there's a photo of one yeah. of them on the red carpet looking so happy and has a little bow tie. And it's just like, <laughs> look at me. Versus, oh. like, the zombie version of it. Like, people were like, that is an actor. Oh. That is a theater cat. So Yeah, that was a theater um, man. It was, it was nice I to read it. about um, just this process. Because not only, I think, like, in the 1989 version, like, they had a lot more cats, I think. But they didn't do as many shots. Yeah. Um, but the cat was, like, a smaller Yeah. Um, but from what I read about the on-set for both sets, the cats were very well cared for. And they used, like, the pretty common That's method good. of a clicker. And, like, um, in the 1989 version, they were like, it was all about the spoons of liver. Like, that's what they were giving the cats. Like, liver pate. Um, oh. Uh, so, yeah, it's... Those were the cats who played church, the cat from Pet Cemetery, and that is going to be it for um, cats who act. Um, I honestly, I, I've, I think this well might be a little bit dry until we get like a bit more movies because oh, I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure there's gonna be they'll they'll be coming. I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, and and if you have any suggestions, I'll for make this, them. No promises. I'll cover it right away, but. Uh, please let me know, because I was like, I'm running out of cat actors. I, I I know it's a shorter than what I did last time, but I think it's a good ending point to talk about uh, the cat yeah, Pet cemetery because, like, they're the main thing. Are you willing to come to the end of this chapter with me? Okay. I mean, I'll come. Yeah? I'll be dragging my feet, but I'll come. Okay. Brambleclaw wakes later, feeling less awful. That's good. Tonight is the full moon. The clans will meet for the gathering. He sleep all day? Oh, he just, he just woke up um, later that day. Okay. No, no, no. He just woke up a little later, but he's like, okay, tonight's the gathering. Um, the camp is coming along. The largest thicket have been turned into a nursery. Nice. The apprentices used shallow cave for their den. And the warriors slept under a thorn bush, almost as big as the one in their old camp. The elders couldn't agree on a den, of course and not. they slept in a new spot every night. Wait, but nothing seemed to fit. Who are the elders? Goldenflower and Longtail. Oh, they're kind of like honorary elders. I mean, well, Brambleclaw suspects Goldenflower and Longtail are enjoying the search for the perfect place because it meant they got to explore every corner of the hollow. I love these and two. Started... I love. I love that they They're are so great. Like, they just kind of remind me of like they are the heads of the PTA. This is the suburbanites. Yeah. From, like, whether like like I said, whether they're in a relationship or whether they are just BFFs, I am I am living for those two because they're, they're I know for they're not it. technically elders, but like, Longtail has kind of been sent to the elder said. Well, Goldenflower is old enough. She is old enough. Goldenflower is nearly sense as old that as Bluestar. Like, well, we are probably the oldest. We should pick out the the den. I mean, Longtail's yeah. not that old, but he's um, retired, basically. Well, we left our... But yeah. And we left the other elders behind. Yeah. 
they wanted to stay behind. I prefer to so, refer to Long this is what we got retired because I don't believe his disability would yeah. limit him from being a good warrior, despite what the plot says. I don't... Yeah. Well, they had started advising the other cats on the blip the best places to bask in the sun and where to eat prey out of the rain. It's becoming more like home. Brambleclaw asks Dustpelt if he'd like to go hunting, and Brackenfur comes up to them and says, um, or and asks Dustpelt if he can have Whitepaw for warrior training today, because he wants to get the apprentices back to their proper routine. And Dustpelt invites them hunting, and Brambleclaw suggests that he grabs Spiderpaw too, since Mousefur still isn't really feeling well enough for patrols yet. Good thinking. It's Firestar. Firestar tells him that Mousefur told him Spiderpaw chased away a young fox sniffing around the camp yesterday. And both of them agree that he's ready to be a warrior. They'll hold his ceremony at Sun High. And they can tell him that this will be his last hunt as an apprentice. And this pleases Brambleclaw because it'll make the hollow feel more like home. Oh my god, I'm so excited for his name. I God, I'm worried Firestar's going to get stuck. The patrol leaves the camp and starts up around the edge of the hollow, and a voice calls for them to wait. Birchkit is stumbling after them. He wants to join the patrol! You're too Dustpelt precious! Tells him Go back inside! until he's an apprentice. <laughs> oh, yeah. Birchkit says he's good at hunting. He'll catch that bird and show them. Please and actually don't. I'm actually really perched. scared. At the very edge of the hollow. We're outside of it right now. Uh, yeah, I don't like it. G- get him. G- go go away. Before any cat can stop him, he leaps. No! Brambleclaw and Dustpelt yowl and spring after him. Just Oh, God, Dustpelt! Brambleclaw reaches him first. He fastens his teeth into Birchkit's scruff. And just as he did, the bush gave way and tumbled into the hollow. Another heartbeat and he would have fallen. And this point in the cliff was twice as high as where Squirrel Flight fell. No cat would have survived. Brambleclaw hauls him away from the edge and drops him on solid ground. Dustpelt stood over his shivering kit, bristling with fury. Is he completely mouse-brained? he hissed. Doesn't he think there's a reason kids stay in the nursery until they're apprenticed? Okay, well, I'm glad it's his dad yelling nods. at him. Because I was going to be like Brambleclaw. Yeah. I, I was like, I, I wouldn't have no. blamed Brambleclaw for yelling at him because, like, I, I know that Dustpelt's yelling out of fear right now and out of, like, yes. trauma. Because, like, he just watched, a, he was about to watch another one of his, mm-hmm. his another child. The last of his Oof, litter. That, yep. um... I don't, I don't, Dustpelt, you know, honestly, let that kid have it, because, whew. Yeah. Well, Birchkit nods, his eyes huge, and whimpers that he's sorry. He probably, like... And Brackenfur urges. He probably has, like, a, he probably got bit straight through his scruff, honestly. I can't imagine Brambleclaw was soft-mouthed. He probably, he probably <laughs> chomped that little kid's scruff. He got a piercing. Well, yeah. He had to keep him from falling. Well, Brackenfur urges Dustpelt not to be so hard on him. 
dust pelt whirls. <laughs> I was like cracking for it. Yes, no, what difference no. does it make? You're not a dad yet, Brackenfur. Birchkit will be dead if it wasn't for Brambleclaw. And Dustpelt prods Birchkit and says he hasn't heard him thank Brambleclaw yet. <laughs> what a dad move. Also, kind of You almost died. Thank the man. Kind of interesting after you. our dream with our dad, our evil dad trying to take advantage of our, like, weird feeling oh. suddenly everyone's like oh wow bramble claw aren't you wonderful wow what a good idea says the clan leader oh my god thank wow. you for saying saving my yeah. kit says a respected uh uh warrior senior warrior like yeah hey hey bramble claw look around hey bramble pay attention i'm begging you Well, Birchkit stammers out a thank you and an apology to Brambleclaw. And Brambleclaw says it's okay. <laughs> he feels sorry for the kit. This uh, this scare would probably be enough to keep him in the camp for several moons. So Birchkit's not going to be going anywhere. <laughs> well, Dustpelt tells Birchkit to stand up. He's not hurt. And he gives his kit a few fierce licks. <laughs> and Brambleclaw knows that he had been angry because of how close he had just been to losing the last kit of his litter. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Well, Dustpelt tells him to go home to Ferncloud. And he presses his muzzle comfortingly against his son's side before he heads back to camp. Dustpelt watches until he's out of sight. Dustpelt decides they need a rule. No kits near the edge of the cliff. Apprentices, too. Let's build a fence right now. White I'm gonna build a fence paw. right now. Dustpelt, no! <laughs> Dustpelt's gone into ultimate dad mode. The fence is already made. <laughs> yeah, he made it so fast. Well, White Paw and Spider Paw had been watching with wide-eyed silence. And Brambleclaw suggests they put scent markers around the edge so that every cat can be reminded. And Dustpelt agrees and tells Brambleclaw to speak with Firestar when he gets back. They need to hunt before Spiderpaw misses his own warrior ceremony. <laughs> Spiderpaw's like, I don't know if I want to be a warrior. That looked really freaky, man. <laughs> yeah, like, no, thank you. Brambleclaw's fur is still prickling with a sense of danger. Had he really brought the clan somewhere safe? There's still been no sign from Star Clan since they arrived half a moon ago. Was this the place they were meant to be? So they go to the stretch of woods that Wind Clan had given them across the stream, and Brambleclaw catches a squirrel. I don't blame him for being nervous there. He just White... watched a kid almost go kerplop. Right. If anyone saw a kitten pancake, I, well, I White... would be questioning everything, too. Yeah. White Paw asks if they should really take that. This was supposed to be Wind Clan's territory. Brambleclaw says one whisker gave it to them. It's their prey. And he doesn't like that White Paws suggesting that he would steal prey from another clan. It wasn't his problem if Wing Clan gave away other hunting grounds. And White Paw doesn't say anything more as the patrol continued. Okay, whoa. By sun high, the whole clan had eaten well, and there was prey left over. The brush had been cleared to give the clan a space to gather. There's no high rock. But Firestar had found a ledge a few tail lengths above the heads of the other cats and a tumble of broken rocks had made a rough trail up the cliff. And just below the ledge was a narrow cleft that opened into a cave. Firestar was going to make that his den. 
Firestar calls the cats to gather by the ledge, and cats had already begun to call it High Ledge. So instead of High Rock, we have High Ledge. Nice. We're very creative. Right? I mean, it is high. Yeah. So. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna judge it too much. It's a good, it's a good name. Yeah. Spider Paw and Mouse Fur stepped forward. Spider Paw was well-groomed, and Mouse Fur looked thin and shaky. But her eyes shone with pride. <laughs> okay, I got my dinner uh, squared away. Good. It's coming. All right. Brambleclaw is about to wriggle forward to sit next to Squirrelflight, but she's already with Ashfur, Sootfur, and Rainwhisker. Their heads are bent together, and their shoulders are shaking as if they were sharing a joke. You, they're Brambleclaw joking about feels you. Cold and hollow. I know I was just saying, like, oh, maybe he'll do better today, and then I... No. No. Well, he sits gloomily beside the nearest cat, which is Cloudtail. Cloudtail asks if there's trouble, indicating to Squirrel Flight. What had he done to ruffle her fur? Did you tell her that you're in love with me? Brambleclaw says, I knew you did. She saw, <laughs> that, she saw that whole scene this morning. You calling out for me? <laughs> <sighs> Listen, kid. I know I'm beautiful, but I, I am a I am a dedicated. I have man. a wife and a child. I already have my my girl. You go, you go chase after her. She'll be better for you. <laughs> you give such terrible advice. God. Well, Brambleclaw says stubbornly that he had done nothing wrong. Yeah, that's Which where you're wrong, true. kid. That's where you're Obviously. wrong. Obviously, but but he decides. He decides the reasons were too complicated and private for him to share. So, like, what? Knows. But what are... I actually would like, like you too to much. share, because I actually want you to lay it out for me. Because <laughs> I'm... Yeah, please tell I'm me. I'm curious. <laughs> please tell Brenna, Brambleclaw, if you're not going to tell Cloudtail. Brambleclaw, here's your compliment. Because I almost forgot that I was doing that. Um... Good, yeah. good restraint. Not complaining to every yeah. cat who asks. Well, Cloudtail tells him not to worry. It'll blow over. That's actually good Maybe. <laughs> Brambleclaw sighed. He didn't really want to discuss this. Brambleclaw's like, I don't want to talk about this. Can we just, like, watch this boy become a man? <laughs> Firestar moves ahead with the ceremony once all cats were settled. Do you want to guess his warrior name? Do you want to guess Spiderpaw's warrior name? Spiderweb. Spider-man. Spider-boy. Spider-pig. No, that was three guesses. Oh. Okay. What is it? He's got really long legs. Spider-leg? From this moment, he will be known as Spider-leg. Oh, he just went from cute to the scariest cat I'm imagining ever. <laughs> I am suddenly terrified of this child. Just these long. Yeah, I, like I'm just thinking legs. about a cat well, with he's like a man giant, now. like scary legs. <laughs> scuttling, just a cat with eight legs also, scuttling across the hollow. Can you imagine getting nicknamed? Like not even nicknamed. Your real name is named after the feature that you are probably the most insecure about. Cool. You've got long legs. I'm going to call you spider legs, you know, because spiders got long and legs. He's like, oh, yeah. 
spider. He just feels like so gawky. Thanks. Thanks, Dad. All right, so um, StarClan honors his courage and enthusiasm, and they welcome him as a full warrior of ThunderClan. And the clan greets him by shouting his new spider name. Spider leg. Oh, this is scary. Dustpelt looks leg. ready. <laughs> Dustpelt looks ready to burst with pride, and Fernclaw's eyes are shining with joy to see their eldest son made a warrior at last. Birchkit bounces around his older brother's paws. He seems to have forgotten his earlier scare. Now he's just you know happy that's for probably his big good. Bro. Yeah. I don't think he'll forget, like, the lesson he learned, but I'm glad he's not, like, just... Hopefully. Don't even say that. I say nothing. Firestar raises his tail for silence, and the clan turns curious faces towards him. Before they return to their duties, he has another ceremony to perform. He and Mousefur have been talking, and she has come to a decision. And he asks Mousefur if she's sure this is what she wants. Mousefur dips her head in assent and steps forward. Firestar asks if it is her wish to give up the name of Warrior and go join the Elders. Mousefur's voice is a tremor as she says it is. And Brambleclaw guesses that it's hard for the proud warrior to admit that she's growing old. Firestar tells her that the clan honors her and the service that she has given them. And he calls upon Star Clan to give her many seasons of rest. Mousefur bows her head and goes to stand with Longtail and Goldenflower. I got really hope. Mousefur assures. Oh. Oh, that she was going to be made deputy? I, I was thinking, like, anyone was about to become deputy. I didn't, I, as soon as you were, like, saying mouse for a step forward. Mouse fur would be a great deputy. Yeah, she'd be a great deputy because she's not afraid to call him out on everything, but she is. Yeah. But she is old. Yeah. She wants, she's like, I would like to rest now. Yeah, I, but, like, right bef- before he even introduced her, I thought, I thought we were going there. Oh, deputy time. Well, Mousefur assures Firestar that she doesn't need too much rest. She'll keep her claws sharp, and if trouble comes, she'll be ready. The clan murmurs with amusement and admiration, and a few call out her name as if welcoming a new warrior. Goldenflower gives her a friendly lick around the ear. Brambleclaw goes over to congratulate Spiderleg when Firestar beckons him. He heard White Paw telling Cloudtail about the squirrel Brambleclaw caught this morning. Brambleclaw bristled. He had deliberately avoided Shadow Clan territory because of what happened last time. Was Firestar going to accuse him of invading Wind Clan now? And Brambleclaw tries to quell his anger and points out that One Star gave them that territory. You're really assuming the worst. Firestar knows. Well, he says Brambleclaw hasn't done anything wrong, but he wants them to go easy on that patch of territory for now. They'll sort it out, but he doesn't want to take advantage of One Whisker's good nature. Brambleclaw's so relieved. He said he didn't intend to, but points out that it's One Whisker's responsibility to fight for WindClan's borders. Firestar narrows his eyes. 
He tells Brambleclaw not to worry. The time will come for them to defend themselves with teeth and claws and fight for their territories as fiercely as they ever did. Wait! But that time is not now. He just said the thing! Were you in my dream last night? What? Oh, he kind of did, didn't he? he? Verbatim said the thing! But the only thing, the only difference is he said not now. Well, Firestar turns to go, but tells Brambleclaw to get some rest. He'll be coming to the gathering tonight. Brambleclaw hopes Firestar doesn't notice the surge of anticipation thrumming through him. He'll see Hawkfrost again, and he can ask about the dream. It had felt so real. If Tigerstar was watching over his sons, he'd visit both of them. But Brambleclaw's breath catches, and he's choking with guilt. Hawkfrost belonged to a rival clan. Them being kin meant nothing compared to their clan loyalty. Yeah. And it's ridiculous to think that he and Hawkfrost had shared a dream. But as he goes to catch a nap, his paws tingle with the thought of seeing his half-brother again. So we actually didn't really get into the Hawkfrost monologues that I feared. So that'll be next episode. Oh, that's okay. Now I'm well prepared. You can get yourself ready. Yeah, you're well prepared. <sighs> we got through a whole nother chapter. Congratulations. Good for us. Um, yeah. Folks, you want to celebrate our small victories uh, along with us and celebrating not having to listen to Hawkfrost talk more than necessary. Um, oh, don't we love it? Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at WCWITCast. And if you want to contact us directly, you can email us at WCWITCast at gmail.com. And if you want to help out the podcast, the best way you can do that is to share it with a friend. Be like, hey, um, there's a, like a little bit of false advertising at the beginning because um, we don't get to hear this clown talk too much. But we do get into talking. But isn't that really a blessing? Yeah. We get to talk, we get to watch his <laughs> clown brother do a lot of stuff, so. Yeah, don't we? <laughs> because I'm Emberheart. And I'm Tangletongue. And this has been Warrior Cats. What is that? Thank you.